0: What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's Nathan back. Really quick, just want to give a quick shout out. Thank you for the support that you've given me, this podcast, and my YouTube channel. Really quick, I just want to give a quick reminder that Big Nate Sports Talk Podcast is the new brand name for my podcast. We rebranded. We're doing big things. The road to greatness starts here. I appreciate y'all's support. Continue to support the podcast and my YouTube channel, One Nathan Snell. Grind doesn't stop. Love y'all. Peace. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Nathan here. I uh, just wanted to point out in this episode, episode eighteen, uh, when I recapped the NFC and the AFC championships game, I mistakenly said for both teams were advancing to the AFC, to the championship game. Up. Uh, Cincinnati is advancing to the Super Bowl, and the Rams are advancing to the Super Bowl as well. So, around the 41, 41 minutes and 39 second mark, I said this mistakenly for Cincinnati, and around the 47, 47 minutes and 38 second mark, the same thing for the Rams. Congratulations to both teams. I do apologize for that blunder, but enjoy the episode.
1: Listen, I'm easy to find. And listen, they can kiss my ass if they don't like it.
0: What's going on, YouTube? It's Nathan back with another video presentation. Happy Taco Tuesday. I hope everybody had a great is off to a great week, had a great weekend, staying safe. I apologize if I'm adjusting my headphones. <laughs> um, this is episode 17, 18, excuse me. It's episode 18 of the podcast. Uh, Really quick, just wanna take the opportunity to just say uh, thank you uh, for the support that you've given me, uh, this channel. Uh, As I stated, the name has been rebranded. All the episodes up until this episode has been uploaded on Spotify. Anchor via Spotify. Um, Couple of announcements. Uh, All the titles for season one they have been given titles. I think up until like season, I think season one, excuse me. I think it's up to like uh 13, 14. They all have titles. Um, so my goal is to actually do season five and season one of putting in timestamps. And actually I got a couple I got some good feedback from some from a couple people saying it's really good to really use uh to, to use the chapters in YouTube that way you can say oh okay let me see what you talk about in this top in this segment, uh in this on the show uh I have decided that season five will end on February 11th uh because it just makes sense i I would hate to uh start I would hate to continue after the Super Bowl. So after the Super Bowl, it's going mean be season six. I uh, cannot believe we we're six seasons. I cannot believe that. Uh, as the start of the NFL offseason, now we're starting to get into college basketball, NBA uh, basketball. Uh, with Major League Baseball, it's looking kind of ugly because they still have not come in agreement. So spring training, ugh, that, that could sting. Um, we got a cup. we got four more weeks of athletes unlimited basketball which has been really great to watch i'm telling y'all definitely definitely check it out uh and also to the WNBA offseason free agency uh it's off to a a hot start uh for some teams and also to uh good opportunity because i think the fiba uh, fiba games for basketball is also starting up in about two weeks so definitely definitely i'll be on be tuned in because uh, we have some big things for the podcast um and this episode today uh please forgive me i will go on a tangent about the baltimore ravens as john harbaugh had his season ending press conference uh yes i listened to the whole i think it was what 40 minutes plus, and some chain plus there were some things that he said that really really told me about the the, where this team is going. Uh, now, then we're going to get into recapping the Final Four. Real quick re- recap. Uh, just talk about Major League Baseball. I got a new segment for you guys. Uh, I think you guys will like it. Then, unfortunately, we painfully have to talk about the Washington Wizards as they lost tonight to the the Milwaukee Bucks. And then we're going to recap Maryland basketball, men and women. The men lost tonight. The Michigan State was a tough loss. It was a a tough loss, but they almost came back and won the game. They almost did. Uh, And then we're going to recap the WNBA. Also, give a real quick look at Towson basketball as well. Uh, Then the WNBA – uh, the mystics we made some moves okay and then liz cambage uh said some made was on twitter and said something that actually i 100 percent agreed about the WnB i'll get into that then we're going to recap free agency and then we're going to recap uh week the last two games of week one uh which was great we had team carrington beating tim's team sims And uh, Team Russell beating uh, Team uh, Mitchell. And then also, too, tomorrow is the start of week two. So I'm definitely going to break that down uh, as far as who is drafted because each week uh, the league-leading scorers, uh, they are your team captains. So uh, the first two, I think we got, what, four games tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Let me just make sure. Let me just confirm. I just want to make sure I have the right – I say that right. Then we got four games tomorrow, um, so definitely checking out that. But uh, we, are, uh, we are we we're going to start uh, by going on a rant about the Baltimore Ravens uh, before I I I get on my soapbox.
2: Could have, would have, should have is the difference. In what I'm talking about. The good teams don't come in and say could have. They get it done. All right. It's that simple. I'm tired of saying could have, should have, would have. That's why we ain't good enough yet, because we're saying could have and they ain't.
0: OK, so uh, John Harbaugh had his press conference, season press conference. And um, this is a different John Harbaugh that I have seen over the years. He came out. I don't want to say aggressive, but I think he knows what needs to happen. Let's let's keep it. Let's keep it real, ladies and gentlemen. We finished 8-9. and nine. We were eight and three. We were first place in the AFC North. And to see where this team, six games, the most epic collapse, where and we could get in all the injuries, and the team just it was just a, it was just a bad year. Okay. Let's start off with that. It was a bad year. All right. Now We should have seen This coming That Greg Roman was not going anywhere While I am not a Greg Roman Apologist And I have been on the record With Greg Roman That this offense is getting stale He And it's not just about this season Ladies and gentlemen It's the last really since Lamar since since when Lamar really took over the team he didn't endorse Greg Roman he kind of came out and said hey well Greg is a great is a good offensive coordinator but if he can't get the job done time's up now let's let's keep it real he knows Going into the offseason, the Ravens have some work to do. Because I this is just me. I don't know how 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 Eric DaCosta feels. I don't know how Steve Bashadi feels. But if you're any member of the Baltimore Ravens and you see a divisional rival going to the Super Bowl, oh, you should be pissed. You should be high rate, high rate. Because now it's now now you're compounding the fact that wow. Now I have to not only reset. Reset. I now have to go. Well, Cincinnati is the top team in the AFC North. So just respect the Cincinnati. Well deserved. I wish them all nothing but the best. A couple two uh, in the Super Bowl. I do. But that was one thing I took away from his press the press conference, and also too. Unfortunately, let's just keep it real. We 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 know Mr. Lamar Jackson it is due for a payday. Now, I want to give a shout out to Quadri Ishmael because I was on Twitter and there was a Twitter space with him, uh, Sarah Allison, and Ingrid Vids, and he Quadri said it. He you know that the offer that was given to Lamar was lucrative. It was a generational deal and that the month that the the number was 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 high according to what quadri said but lamar's can't said no i think sometimes i think what lamar is doing is taking a chance on himself and i respect that but also too if you front what i hate about what i hate about signing a contract there are teams that will get you at your lowest they're going to sign you to what they think your value when your value diminishes because of injuries um so we'll see now we also have 10 picks going into the draft uh there are some guys free agent wise that are that some will stay some will go that's just the reality of that's just the reality okay now biggest thing that i took away from the press conference also he said offensive line is a must if you are okay as a Raven fan, seeing Alejandro Vernaueva, Ben Powers, Bradley Bozeman, Kevin Zeitler, who was your best offensive lineman. And then on the right side, you re-signed Patrick McCauley, not a fan of that, that contract, but okay. Uh, Tyree Phillips, and you signed Jawan James, who that, I knew he wasn't gonna come back. Uh to a non-guaranteed deal. Um, at the end of the day, that office line was trash. No, no. I, when I, let, me, let me let me rephrase that. Scratch it off the record. That was a that was a complete disappointment. That that's a better word. Let me say it like that. That was completely disappointing. I get it. Ronnie Stanley was out. We were. I I had all my chips in the middle of the table, hoping Ronnie would come back healthy. Didn't happen. Orlando Brown Jr. I I get it. It was the cat. He was not going to get the money he was looking for, even though I feel like I I, I just the way that it, that happened I didn't like it. Okay. Now they're going. Now we all know Allen as as serviceable as he is was. He's not coming back. Okay. Signing Bradley Bozeman. I'm not so sure about that. Okay, they're gonna have to. I don't. Ben Powers. I think about that one, and then they need a the right tackle. Now, the coaching staff. Now, he didn't fully like I, I told you. He didn't. He showed. He he he. I I get it with Greg Roman. I mean, we talk in history. He, he, that team got to the Super Bowl that year. Alex Smith was, Alex Smith was benched in favor of Colin Kaepernick, but they didn't win. Now uh, it was weird to have let Mark. It it wasn't weird. I understood why Martindale had to go because I I think it just needed to be, it, it just, Needed to be something different on defense, and I just feel like the philosophy. I think there was just the philosophies, you know, that this getting to the quarterback that was disappointing. Um, some of the the, the the play calling really questionable on defense, and also too, they were we, were we were second to last in passing on defense. Now against the run, against the run, we were, we were decent. Okay. Um, he did talk about he's expecting new things from from Mike McDonald, um, who I believe he's going to go back to that four three defense uh, with Greg Roman. He's you know I, I think he he's putting I don't want to say he's putting trust, but he's holding Greg Roman accountable to getting to realizing to to tapping to tap the potential of this offense because let's keep it real, you've got duvernay poche wallace bateman how are we not getting these brothers involved i i I mean and i have been on the record go back and look at the tape if you give these guys opportunities they will eat they are like i've seen what they could do to contribute on this roster And, and Mark Andrews and Mark, like I've noticed, this is just me. Mark Andrews has been the the, the the safety button. He is the safety pin. Well, if I throw to Mark Andrews, I know Mark Andrews is gonna get the job done. Hollywood Brown, he's a good wide receiver, but my number one my number one receiver should not seasonally have that many drops. Rashard Bateman i understand coming off an injury don't want to rush him back but i'm looking back at film i'm seeing where guys are are open or why did he not hit this route or why did he not throw the ball there that that falls on coaching and that falls on the players too so we could talk about, he, he. I get it, he didn't have J.K. Dobbins. He didn't talk about, I mean, he didn't have uh, Gus Edwards or even Justice Hill. Now, uh, there was a comment that was made, and I didn't agree with it, moving on from Patrick Ricard. Ladies and gentlemen, since 1996, okay, this is just a fact, the Baltimore Ravens have always valued fullbacks, Chuck Evans, Sam Gash, Musa um, Smith, Vontae Leach, Lorenzo Neal, Kyle Yushef. Uh, I can't think of the other guy we had. Uh, he ended up going to the Falcons. Um, I can't think of his name. Even LaRon McLean. The Ravens have always valued fullbacks. Now, I personally believe that there's conversation. And I think Greg Roman knows if he doesn't get it together, because that's why they brought in Keith Williams and T Martin, ladies and gentlemen. Because better route running, better efficiency. To go from to 13th, I believe it was, in passing, that's pretty damn good. It, 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 it it's not pretty but it gets the job done now he talked about getting the, the uh, four-year extension which i'm happy about because i mean his success it speaks for itself now i i i thought some of the other things that he was talking about was a little telling uh to me i felt like he should had Not see also, too. What gets me is that we were bringing they brought up Lamar Jackson, ladies and gentlemen. That's not for a coach to talk about, that's GM. Now, Eric DaCosta is supposed to have a press conference Friday. I know he's been doing some stuff with the senior bowl. I know he definitely had uh, I think they looked at 44 players. So, I I just think that this offseason, I think guys need to be held accountable. And we need to look each other in the mirror because there were a lot of things that just didn't go right for me. It, 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 it just didn't, and it's it's unfortunate because when you look at this team, it's easily, it's easily a a contender for the Super Bowl, easily. Now, I I, I, I feel like also too that that really wasn't addressed, this is kind of the elephant in the room. T Martin had got an interview with the Buffalo Bills. Why not Greg Roman? See, and I I figured it out and 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 I've learned this, okay? Offensive coordinators like Greg Grumman, for example, they don't just go to another team and become an offensive coordinator. What they do is they interview the wide receiver coach, tight end coach, quarterback coach. I'm happy T Martin's still in Baltimore because this is me. If Greg Roman doesn't get it together, T Martin is the new offensive coordinator.
1: Guaranteed.
0: Okay. Um, I'm also looking at the fact that. Wait. wait, The wave from 2019, after that loss to Tennessee. 2019, it's just questions. The biggest things that need to be addressed, like I stated, they've got to fix that offensive line. Because I'm not going to, I'm not in the air with Ronnie Stanley. I I believe he'll come back healthy. Okay? So you got that, you got that side. They're going to have to address the right side need a right guard. Well, Zettler, I, I kind of feel like they can find now. Nah, I'll leave that one alone. Maybe a center. Okay. Number two. I've noticed that he wants to make Lamar a pocket passer. I feel like what they need to do is take the reins off of him, like stop holding his hand and let Lamar do what Lamar wants to do. I have seen him when he was at Louisville. Audibles at the line. I'm not seeing that. I have not seen that since he's been, since he really since he's been in Baltimore. I have not seen that. So that lets me know that another thing that has to change is this we play the Raven way, ladies and gentlemen? That philosophy has been instilled since 1996. We need to catch up with the rest of the NFL because it, it ain't working. Because when I when I look at teams like Buffalo, now Cincinnati, Kansas City, and a couple by another year or two, the Los Angeles Chargers, Rams, and eh, not the Rams. duck i i and i again i'm not these uh, one thing that i've noticed and, and and yes and and i and i'm going to go there okay since lamar jackson's been drafted i i cannot remember now four years later some of the things that are being said Well, it's time to move on from Lamar Jackson. He's not that guy um, after four years. So if that's the case, who are you replacing him with? Tyler Huntley, who's what? 0-6 as a starter, who's shown that he still needs to learn, who still has – he's shown he has weaknesses. And I don't know again, I don't know where that came. I like Tyler Huntley. No, there's not a shot in him. It's the truth. He's not ready to be a starter. He is a good backup. Now, Lamar Jackson doesn't take it, that doesn't get any um doesn't he need some he, he's not getting away with it either. Lamar Jackson has to continue to get better. There's no such thing as a perfect quarterback. But you know what? Because look at the success of Josh Allen. Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow. Now, the pressure's on you. Well, how are you gonna respond to this? Well, let's keep it real. Like Lamar Jackson, in the beginning of this season, was an an MVP conversation. He carried this team for the most part. If we expected Lamar Jackson to do what he did with this team, as it was with, with, with the injuries, that is, ask, that is a failure, that is a recipe for disaster, and that is a fact. And then also, too, I am not. Com- I, I wasn't comfortable with some of the things Lamar said about team bonding. You mean to tell me, throughout the whole season, do you remember the name, Pojier, have been with you for about, what, now, two years? Marquise Brown, who is now the leader of that receiving corps. Y'all mean to tell me y'all can't get together and and bond? Now, I, don't get I'm not questioning. It. I'm just saying like though. These are the, the it's the little things that he talked about. Um, he also talked about uh, you know when it came to uh, route running. He he you know and particularly uh, offensively in the in the red zone it was bad. Like we should you know we we just went, field goals are great. Shot to Justin Tucker, but at the end of the day, we shouldn't. We we there was no. There was really not a game I could point to, but
1: maybe then. Other-
0: Now, he, again, I'm going to go back to, he because I have it here, quote, nothing is a lock. Nothing is a in life, to use that term, but I'm excited about it. I plan on, I plan on Greg being back. I believe Greg plans on being back, but it's still early. We're three weeks past the season, and I know things will happen for short. Sure, blah, 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 blah. Now, um, he also, right here, this is where, this is where, this is the question, is by Jeff, Jeff Zerbiak. Um, I think we really have a good vision and understanding of what we want to build offensively. The players want to build around and what we need to do, Do and we need to do it. We came up short in a lot of ways. If you look back and take a step back, it's kind of interesting what we did. We gained a lot of yards, but we didn't do a good enough job of turning yards into points. That's really what, what it boiled down to. I think we ranked, here it says we ranked six in offense per game, but you knew that, but 17th in points. Why? Because our field position wasn't that good. We didn't do a very good job of selling field position, but we gave us yards on defense. That's the kind of deal. Um, he also pointed out that we third best offense on three and out, um, which is good, but he also pointed out that, you know, the drives, there's no sustainable. Like, it would be, okay, we're getting two first downs, and then we had to putt the ball. Like, oh, and then another drive where, we can't even get one for, we can't even get at least two first downs in a row. We're putting the ball. We're not taking, we're not, we're not taking, we're not, the time of possession was not that great. There's just a lot of things offensively that the Ravens have to fix. And I believe they will do that. Now, the final point, he also talked about, um, Tyus Bowser. Uh, Supposedly, from what I'm understanding, uh, Yes, uh, sadly, he did tear his Achilles. He, according to John Harbaugh, is supposed to be back by the start of the season. He said by training camp. That's a, he. He thought. He thinks that's his prediction. Um, now, there's also a question about Ronnie, uh, Ronnie, St- uh, Ronnie, Nick Boyle, Marcus Peters. He also talked about J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards, and you know where they're at. And he really wasn't sure um, where these guys are. So he's hopeful that things will go in the right direction, but he's still unsure. Now, uh, Derek Wolf. Now, the Ravens uh, – Anthony, was good, bro. Uh, the, the, the Ravens have – sto- <laughs> I've noticed this. Now, I, I didn't know this, but Derek Wolf got hip surgery. I did not know this at all until John Harbaugh brought it up yesterday. The Ravens are really weird for covering injuries. I remember one game, Sammy Watkins—I think he might have caught the pass dropped it, and dropped it—and I thought it was a head injury. And then they come out and said, "Oh, he has a hamstring injury." Really clever covering up the injuries, I'm trying to keep the other teams off his toes. So, um. Another thing that 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 was really really interesting. Uh, they talked the head uh, of training the, the training staff. That was that that was surprising that we kept him uh, because he was the main culprit of last year. I mean, 2020. Excuse me, of half the team going down with COVID, he was responsible for that. Uh, he, from what it, I from what I understood, he, he was breaking COVID protocol. He wouldn't wear a mask and different things like that. Now, um, I have it in my notes here. I'm just trying to find where I had put it because it was really interesting. He talked about where they wanted he wants to change how guys are training how uh just everything like that and i'm kind of like when he said i'm like what because right here um we what he said he he talked about it he said quote we went We sat in there for four hours and went over every aspect of what we're doing, what we can do on the football side to try to improve that from practice schedules, from training camp schedules, from OTAs, from how we train and from how we condition, even how we do our team, all of our modeling in terms of load and things like that and team periods and individual periods. I'm sitting there going like, but we should have already been doing that. Then it hit me. Y'all remember, y'all, y'all, y'all remember this coach, right? That just got fired.
1: Get down! Get down! That guy, Big Fangio
0: after you know uh the when we beat them you know uh he had a press conference i had played it on a, on one of these episodes and that coach was there when i was over snapper <laughs> interesting okay um it was something that was said well, that's just how they, that's just how they operate. You know, their safety first. And I'm thinking like, oh, okay. Like, all right. Yeah, Greg, you kind of sound like, and then like, Vic, you sound like a bag of sour grapes. Then, then it hit me and I'm looking at like, oh, does Vic, some, does Vic Fangio know something where we didn't? Because he was a coach here for, a, I think it was like two seasons. He did hit on something. So I'm like, uh, okay. Um, So he talked about that, but I was surprised that we kept him. But I've been ranting for almost a good minute. I I say all that to say this. The Ravens know what they have to do this offseason. That's a fact. Unfortunately, we're going to have to just bite the bullet with Lamar Jackson. I'm not a fan of giving quarterbacks. He should not be the highest paid player on my team. I'm, I'm sorry. That's just me he is a generational talent this all this team was a complete disappointment and just it was okay offense defense poor i mean just poor execution on all sides of the ball players got to take some accountability and coaches have to take some accountability at the end of the day this team healthy get this team back the, the number one priority is guys getting back healthy that's number number one Number two, who stays, who goes in free agency? Number three, the draft. They're, they're going to, they're I guarantee you they're going to heal on this draft. And number four, get through training camp, get through the preseason. A healthy Raven team, I'm calling it right now, Super Bowl. Guaranteed. Let me transition uh, finally to, as I apologize for that Raven rant, I'm going to transition to the Final Four. Uh, It was a very, very uh, disappointing weekend for me because my uh, agenda was ruined. Let me start with the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, As they came back from 18, the Bengals won in overtime Oh my God, 27. You smoking. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. Um, 27, 24.
3: Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook.
0: Now, um, where do I begin? So. Cincinnati after that first that in the first, the second quarter that play which made absolutely no sense by Kansas City when they should have just took the three uh I have to give their defense credit they they turned it around to me. I thought they did. I think they get the credit they, they need to. they made that offense look very very different. I mean they Kansas City couldn't get nothing going. They could only get the three points when it counted, um, which was um which was very weird to me. Uh they forced four punts, they had two picks. Um even at Cincinnati's offensive line. Joe got sacked one time. Uh I also noticed something that was different. Him getting out the pocket. Uh I'm also looking at uh, T Higgins, uh Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, everybody got involved. Now, CJ did get hurt. Uh, I don't remember the time ahead what the injury was. I know it was something with the legs, so I don't know if he'll be back. I don't know if he'll play in the Super Bowl. I doubt it. But they'll probably be questionable. Um like they 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 shut down I mean Eli Apple, oh my god. He they they shut Tyreek Hill down. They he like only had what seven i think he had eight catches 70 yards a to touchdown in the first two quarters and in the second half he was nowhere to be found now kansas city jim mora let me know how you feel about this game
2: well what happened was that second game we got our ass kicked In the second half we just got our ass totally kicked we couldn't do diddly-poo offensively. We couldn't make a first down. We couldn't run the ball. We didn't try to run the ball. We couldn't complete a pass. We sucked. In the second half, we sucked. We couldn't stop the run. Every time they got the ball, they went down and got points. We got our ass totally kicked in the second half. That's what it boiled down to. It was a horse shit performance in the second half. Horse shit. I'm totally embarrassed and totally ashamed. Coaching, our, 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 our coaching did a horrible job. The players did a horrible job. We got our ass kicked in that second half. It sucked.
1: It stunk.
0: I, I'm i lost. You, you're up 18 points in the first half. I'm thinking like, oh, okay, here it is. It's going to be a blowout. Like, watch, well, 44-3. And then I'm like, oh, okay. And then all of a sudden, the, I, I just think that, again, going back to that play, with, um the the little the wheel route to Tyree I question that you could he should have took the three or run it that was to be the momentum change now um the amount of points I I just feel like they, they, they just they missed opportunities like I said that again that goal line and then um which is even more weird because it was like nine seconds and then Patrick Mahome's Called a time out. Which was weird to me. Uh, Chiefs should have ran the ball more. McKenna, hilarious, average 5. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. That's that that right this right there. It's that's comment of the day. Shout out to you. Um and and also too, let us let, I the, the the play calling just was weird. This didn't look right in the second half, and then again. Going into the second half, they put it twice. And then that's when he threw the first interception. And then that's when 10 of those 10 points of that comeback for Cincinnati, that's where it came in in the tide at 21. And then I'm kidding here going like, okay, like what's going on? Then to add on to that, their defense. Kind of looked like what it was in the early part of the season, like they they really really struggled, particularly on the goal line. um Like they got the ball back where it was like six minutes, they were down three, um but Patrick Mahomes like they had an opportunity to win the game right there, and he's holding the ball. Like what like what like what are we doing? So I, to me, I don't know if it was just like oh nobody's getting open. Or we're just throwing the game. But I was completely disappointed. I was completely disappointed in the Kansas City. Um, again, I, I thought when he threw that interception, and overtime, the game's over. So do I think that this loss was on Patrick Holmes? No, I think it, he. It, it, the loss was on the Kansas City Chiefs. Because overall, they... They look like a complete different team. Now I don't know y'all. Y'all let me know, and those are in the comments. Y'all, y'all can let me know. Um, and my Maybe it's me, but where was this Chiefs team last Sunday against Buffalo? Did they leave everything out there on the field against Buffalo? Okay, let 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 me know because I I, I don't know how you can even recover after that, but. It is what it is. Um, For the Cincinnati Bengals, they advance to the AFC championship. Congratulations! Oh, Oh my God. Let's painfully transition to the second game of the night the San Francisco 49ers versus the Los Angeles Rams. The final score. Los Angeles Rams 20, the San Francisco 49ers 17. This is how I believe, okay? I'm from the old school. I believe this. I would rather play with 10 people and just get penalized all the way until we got to do something else. Rather than play with 11 when I know that right now that person is not sold out to be a part of this team. It is more about them than it is about the team. I cannot play with them. Cannot win with them. Cannot coach with them. Can't do it. I want winners. I want people that want to win. (sighs) Okay, let me say this. Congratulations to the, the Los Angeles Rams as they advance to the Super Bowl. I'm happy for Matthew Stafford. I want to be on the record, I don't hate him. I think he was a great quarterback. I think he just got the bad end of the stick in Detroit. I am happy. But I really wanted the 49ers to win, <laughs> David. <it>. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Like, going into this game, they lost six straight games to San Francisco. Okay. Um, let's just call it what it is. And in that last game of the season, Sean McVay just the clock management was just to me was the was the biggest key in that loss if you're the Rams. Now, um I I have like okay. I, I was I never slept on the Rams defense because when you have Von Miller, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, Floyd, uh, even Eric Waddle, who came out of retirement. Shout out to Eric Waddle, man. But no, seriously. That defense I was never, I had no issues with whatsoever. But he's got to get some credit in this in this win. We all know that offense, OBJ, um, my fantasy uh pick and Cooper Cup, Cam Akers. I, I gotta give Robert Woods some love before he got hurt. Higby who got hurt. Uh, just Va- Va- Vaughn jefferson they collectively everybody needs to get some love for the game for what for the game that they that they put out there cooper cup uh, 11 catches for 142 yards odell beckham junior had 113 um that's that's th- those are good stats but you know only but putting out 20 points like i'm not mad at that um I will say they did struggle to get the running game going to me. Uh, it made no sense. Um, Sean McVay to me uh, had a brain fart of using all the timeouts. Uh, what we got here? Rams stopped the 49ers run game and forced Kyle Shanahan to use his quarterback to win the game with the men in 46 seconds on the clock. Slew to the Rams. Defense and staff are making more plays than Jimmy. And. He he! The, another comment of the day. I mean, he took the words right out of right out of my mouth. Um, now, shout out to really, really quick. I gotta give a shout out to Robbie Gold because that streak didn't get snapped. Uh, and I thought it was weird. Jalen Ramsey's trash talking Robbie Gold. So that <laughs> that that was weird. Um, but going back to this comment that uh, San Francisco, they just. Missed opportunities. They should have won this game in my book. That's just me. A uh, couple things worked. Debo Samuel, who I think what almost had, what, almost 100 yards in touchdown. Eliza Mitchell. That defense held its own. Nick Bost got a sack and a half. But when it counted the most, Jimmy G let me down. Like, I don't know why. I, and I get it. I mean, they did stop the running game, according to the, you know to, what was said here. But I, I really thought the game was over when Kyle Shanahan decided to punt the ball on fourth and two at midfield. He should have went for it. But and then also too uh uh Jakar, J- Uh thanks to you as well. No disrespect. No, I'm just kidding. Uh the Super Bowl was in his hands. And that that was, that was the game. So the Los Angeles Rams are going to the NFC Championship. Now, I want to focus on Jimmy Garoppolo.
1: What the hell was that? Hey, what the hell? You freaking kidding me?
0: Okay. This is what I have to say about Jimmy Garoppolo. I think he's a good starter. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo has shown his tendencies that he has his flaws. Now, I'm not comfortable with the fact that, yes, Trey Lance was drafted, third overall pick. I'm not really comfortable giving him – Stafford also had, had two touchdown passes dropped, and Jalen Ramsey dropped the pick six. Yeah, as I already said, it make didn't do enough offensively. Good, good point. Um, they – I, I, I'm just not comfortable with trey lance as a starter like the San Francisco 49ers got to the got to the position that they were not because of Jimmy Garoppolo I think I look at like for example brad Johnson Trent dofer like they're pieces they're they're, they're not they're like they're just little pieces to the puzzle to get okay this get the team to where it's at I'm not comfortable with the guy going into now year two, and I look. Listen, I I'm not saying run it back with Jimmy, but if we're okay with Trey Lance, he's gonna need some. I mean, he's. I mean, they got Brandon Ayuk, Elijah Elijah Mitchell. I like the Jennings Jennings. George Kettle, Elijah Mitchell, and, and Debo, they could probably look for another wide receiver. They could use some more back on the defensive side of the ball, some um backfield help. Um, I, I think the 49ers could run it back next year. I I just I, uh, I don't know. I, I I'm 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 if on I'm iffy on Trey Lance. I think it was a great pick, but I'm just not really, I'm not comfortable giving him the reins year two like that, that that's just me. So, uh, we're going to transition to news around the NFL and then we're going to transition into baseball, my new segment and then college and uh, the wizards painfully. And then we got college basketball and the WNBA. So, uh, the Panthers, uh, they hired Christy Coleman as the new team president, uh, and uh this is a good hire. I need to actually send this to a friend. They do a, a show, uh that they have a, a segment called Diversity with the Shout out to Lila Creswell. Um, she's replacing Mr. Tom Gillick. Uh he was with the Panthers in 2018. And Miss Coleman is the highest ranking female executive since Tina Becker, because she was with uh with the, she was a chief operating officer with the then owner Mr. Jerry Richardson so she was with the Packers uh, for a good number of years she also was with uh, the soccer Charlotte F she's also was team president for Charlotte FC the Major League soccer team um so I like that. Because Mr. Mister Mr. Kelly, Nick Kelly was appointed uh, chief o- executive operation of Turper Sports Entertainment. It's part of a leadership shakeup. So kind of curious to see where that'll go. Um, so with some things about Brian Flores happened. I do know that he got an interview with the Texans. And the Saints. I I let, let 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 I want to address that Friday because I understand that there's, there's a lawsuit out. I know tomorrow's going to be on Good Morning America, so I I want to have all the facts on that before I give my opinion. So I don't want people to go. You're not going to talk about Brian Flores. Give me till Friday. Let let me have all the let me have let me process everything that I've seen. And I'll give and I'll give you my my, my take on it Friday. I want to hear what others have to say on already know there's gonna be one guy, you already know who I'm who, who I'm talking about. <clears throat> He's gonna go off tomorrow. I already know that. Um, so I, I'm gonna hold off on that. Now um the Packers are moving on from Maurice Drayton, who was a special teams coordinator for the Green Bay Packers. They were not that great this year. Uh, particularly a game against the 49ers. It was just a complete mess. So I I wish uh, him all the best and hoping that he will get another opportunity. Ken Dorsey, former quarterback, uh, he got promoted to offensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, T. Martin was interviewed for that job, and uh, thank God that he's still with Baltimore because please, please, please give me – Team Martin's office coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens next year. Let's get it. Uh, what else? The 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 Super Bowl. Uh this is just me, y'all. I I really quick. I, I don't watch the super I, I, the, the Super Bowl, I don't watch the halftime show. Uh that's for me where I refill up on food. I need to start washing dishes, even start condensing food. If I gotta make some more food, um, just really quick. Yeah, I know. Take some flat. I think wings, bone wings. Not, I think wings are overrated. I, I'm more of a uh, a pizza, not from Papa John's. I mean, get a pizza from the store. Um, chicken strips, nuggets, mozzarella sticks, um, veggie, fruit tray, uh, gingerello on ice, Coke, Sprite. I don't. I don't drink alcohol. Um, I did I say chips, dip? That that that's kind of what my menu was. Now last year I kind of went, <laughs> I kind of went overboard, but it, it was worth it. Um so definitely, I, I you're not gonna see chicken wings. You'll see now, now if it's boneless wings, then we good. But if it's like where well, you gotta eat off the bone, no. And just for the record, lemon, lemon peppered wings are overrated. Uh, I know I'm gonna take some flack for that. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, and of course, you know, we got to talk about Mr. Mr. TB 12, Mr. Dimplechin himself, Tom Brady officially. Causing a career after 22 seasons, first Battle hall of famer, six round pick by the new England Patriots. I mean, look, what can you say? I mean, great quarterback of this, of this era of football. Uh, I, again, I don't do that greatest of all time. I think each, Excuse me. Each player of their generation has made an impact on the game. There was Tom Brady, Big Ben, the Manning brothers, of let's say the Rivers, um, Drew Brees, and what he's not. I mean, I, I just think this is just me because I, I was there was a podcast, and there was a comment where it was like. I don't think the league can survive without TB twelve. Are you not paying attention to Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert? Uh, I'll I'll even put Deshaun Watson on that list because he's kind of there's there's a uh, a star next to his name because of what's going down in Houston. Maybe Tua. The AFC's got quarterbacks for years to come I'm not the NFC has to get his act up Kyler Kyler Murray uh I don't know what's gonna happen with Russell Wilson you know we got Trey Lance and uh Justin Fields they're still young Zach Wilson Trevor the league is going to be in good hands said the same thing about when Michael Jordan left who was there Kobe Shaq Vince Carter Grant Hill Tracy McGrady um, the league, these leagues, they could not say the same argument in football, baseball basketball, the league is still going to be in good hands for a good 10 to 15 years. I, it, it just, because we were so spoiled with the greatness of like a Tom Brady, like a big Ben Roethlisberger, uh, Phillip rivers, Peyton Manning. Sometimes it's like, okay, we got to move on. Like, I'll be honest when he, I wasn't surprised that he was going to retire. I wasn't. I mean, also to let's keep it real. That same Tampa team—they got all twenty-two starters back. They got a championship there, but it's hard to retain certain guys. It is. So I, I wish I wish them all nothing but the best. It's definitely a Hall of Famer in my book. Um, now, uh, Jim Harbaugh supposedly—it's unconfirmed—that he's going to take the job for the Minnesota Vikings. That's interesting. Um, I I gotta see how that how that's gonna work, because I mean he's he's gonna get a good a good board of talent, Dalvin Cook, uh, Tyler Conklin, Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, Kirk Cousins. Um, the defense, eh, that, that, uh, listen, let's just keep it real. That forty six and a half million dollar experiment that. That failed. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um the Denver Broncos. They the the the, the trust for Pat Bolin, who was the former owner for the Broncos, they have begun to sell start the process of selling the team to the Broncos. Um some will someone will buy that team. Uh what else is going on? Kind of want, I want to talk about it um I lost my train of thought with it. It, it, it it will come to me uh but that's really all I have for right now the news uh now the East the, the shrine Bowl did happen I'm gonna get I'm gonna reach out to Sean Spencer I'm gonna bring him on the show with me we're going to break that down because we're starting to get ready for the NFL combine and different things like that. Uh, so definitely, definitely be tuned in for that, but we're going to transition to uh, major league baseball. We're now at day 62. Uh, as, as of today, uh, spring training is most likely to be delayed. There's been no progress at all. Uh, and, the proposal uh, that was sent, according to make the players' associations' proposal, was a drop in its bonus pool request for pre-arbitration players from 105 to 100 million dollars. Uh, they also want an additional year of service and to shorten the path to free agency, and then also to uh, that's also what they won awards. Okay. Uh, like, for example, if I'm in the top five rookie of the year or reliever or like Cy Young or uh, Mick and uh, one of the like first or second teams, like that gives me the more incentive to say, hey, like my path to frequency should be short. Weird. Um, now, also to, It just doesn't seem like they, it's just just no progress. Uh, They did, the league did bump the proposed salary minimum to like 615. So they added $15,000. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a slap in the face. Okay. Um, Because they want $750,000, $775,000. That's what the players want. Now. Pitchers and catchers are supposed to report as of Valentine's Day. And we've been at this since December 2nd. And that sucks. And that really, really does suck. And I also, too, while I want to, uh, I hate to bring this up, but I want to take this opportunity to give a shout out to Shohei Ohtani, As he was named, he was put on the cover for MLB 22, the show. Um, Well deserved. I think he had a great year. Uh, Now, from what I understand, there's no talk to him as an extension yet, but he's on the cover. Uh, It was a no brainer. Uh, We could have talked about putting Vladimir Guerrero on there. Uh, Now, the game comes out on April 5th. So, and it's going to be on the Nintendo Switch this year. Ugh. I don't know how that's going to work, but congratulations to Shohei Otani, um, Well-deserved. Now, let's transition into my new segment where I'm going to highlight um, athletes that really honestly have not gotten the recognition. Uh, by the media and uh, they're what they've done for the game, whether it's basketball, football, baseball, basketball, doesn't matter. And I decided to go with somebody that recently just passed away. Uh, her name is Lucia Harris. Uh, she is one of, before Cheryl Miller, there was Lucia Harris. Uh, she went to Delta State University. Uh, she was, and they won, they three-time three AIA national championships. That was before, you know, you had the national championships um, from 1975 to 1977. She also participated in the 1976 Olympics, where she won a silver medal. Um, and that was the first women's basketball tournament played in the Olympics. Uh, she played with the Houston Angels, which at the time was a women's professional basketball league. And she was drafted, I kid you not, but in the seventh round, the 137th pick, the New Orleans Jazz selected Lucia Harris. Um, however, unfortunately, she was pregnant and did not attend the training camp. She was picked before 33 players, before, us, and that was before they had also drafted uh, Dave Specker, who was drafted in the eighth round. Um, she, again... 1979 to 1980 she just played for the the women's professional basketball league in houston angels um but yeah nothing else happened from that uh she just passed away back on the 18th of last month Uh, she was to be seven she was to be 67. uh she was inducted into the hall of fame uh she was inducted into the naismith hall of fame in 1994 if i'm saying that correctly uh and then in 1999 she was inducted into the Women's Basketball Hall of Fame, and she's also in the International Women's Hall of Fame, Sports Hall of Fame, excuse me. Um, She's also in Delta State University's Hall of Fame. So definitely, if you do not know her story, definitely, definitely check it out. Um, I have another athlete that I'm going to cover Friday, and uh, y'all let me know y'all thoughts, but i wanted to start off with her because her story was really wonderful i had no idea i did not know, know this at all up until about a couple months ago so rest in peace ms harris uh, You definitely have paved the way for women's basketball uh one can only imagine i i hope she was able to see i mean what can only meant just the impact that she's had for women to play basketball it's all her now she fun fact she was the second one she's technically the first but there was somebody named Denise Long, who was the first woman drafted by the San Francisco then the San, then San Francisco Warriors. But because there was a violation by the Warriors, by default, Miss Lucia Harris was the first woman to be drafted in the NBA. So rest in peace, Miss Harris. Um, with that being said, let's painfully transition into the NBA. And let's painfully recap the Washington Wizards. I, I We played the Gracies Friday, and I'll be honest, I don't even know what. I, I said on, on the Friday's episode, I'm not watching the game, but something was like, well, let me see if they'll come out after blowing a 35-point lead. You know, the two days rest, maybe they'll show me a pulse. Didn't see that. Uh, Joe Morant, John Moran had 34 points. Um, what else happened? Kyle Kuzma was pretty much the only one out there who, who actually cared about who, who showed a pulse. Bradley Beal had an awful game, only had nine points. KCP had 15. Deadwood, he had 10. We looked lethargic. We we I don't know what else you want y'all want me to say in that game. Uh it was completely awful to watch. We looked bad on transition defense. Uh we had no answers for them offensively. Uh it, it just seems like to me, uh I mean, we talk about we what so said, so, we I talk about we did things good off defensively, but the whole season, half pretty much this, the whole going into this whole season, we've struggled making shots. Not one of the worst three-point teams, shooting teams. That's a fact. And on top of that, you've got guys that can shoot the ball, but they look like duck, like deer in headlights. Now, the last time we saw Memphis was on November fifth. We beat them by twenty-eight points. Look different. Now we're now tied for. No, I believe Atlanta won that night, and I think we're like eleventh place now because we lost to the Bucks. I mean, the biggest things that killed Washington: Memphis scoring in the paint. And in transition, and turnovers, and also two Memphis on the glass. So, thank you, and I still don't know why I I had to watch that.
3: So when are we gonna say something about it? I'm, just, you know what? I'm gonna walk away. I'll be right back because I'm scared I'm going to say something that might get me in trouble cuz I'm pissed. I'm pissed.
0: And then tonight uh was a little better. We lost one twelve ninety eight.
1: 98 What the hell was that? I'm, I'm I'm pissed off. Get it together. Y'all look like trash.
0: I mean There was a small comeback there. Bradley Bill's going to be off for two games because he has a wrist injury. So that means he's not going to play against Philadelphia today, which is, well, today is Wednesday, 12-15. Oh, my God. Um, Giannis had a (laughs) triple-double. Like, I – this this team, man, I I just – I, I, I don't know. I, I really don't. Then Thomas Bryant went down with a with – with he sprained his ankle. Um, Aaron Holiday, he did okay. He had only – but I mean, he only had three points in 19 minutes. Like, we had the game. It was, with 94, 95-94. Spencer Dinwiddie and KCP kind of brought us back. Um, but Milwaukee just had better answers. Uh, So, unfortunately, this was a more of a, this was a better game than the Memphis Grizzlies, but.
1: That's how I feel. Damn sick and tired of getting out (laughs) rebounds.
0: Let me transition. Um, I tried to put the the Bucs, that's okay. Let me transition. Because I already know, I can tell you right now, the Washington Wizards are going to lose to the Philadelphia 76ers. Guaranteed. Let's transition to NBA news. I I, I don't want to talk about the Wizards. I'm I'm, I'm done. I I just can't. Um, Now, the trade deadline is less than eight days away. Uh, I believe it was on the 10th. Let me just really confirm that. Hold on yes the 10th and so far from what i understood ben simmons could lose up to 32 million dollars if he doesn't play uh he's been reportedly been fine so far at 19 and it ain't looking good so me personally I, i i really think that they're going to move on for ben simmons now um the uh dunk contest candidates were announced. Let me just make sure I have let me make sure I have that up. Um let me actually start with the rising stars first. So congratulations. Uh if I can find it. Hold on. Wait, I want to make sure I have this right. I don't want to make sure. Here we go okay. So, this are the rising stars that are going to represent in the NBA all star game this year. Uh, the rookies Kate Cunningham, Josh Gidley, Chris Dart, Io Dussum, Evan Mobley. I apologize if I named if I butchered that, Evan Mobley, Franz Wagner. Scotty Barnes, Jalen Green, Herbert Jones, Alperin Singun, Jalen Suggs, Davion Mitchell, uh, Lamelo Ball. This is the sophomores: Lamelo Ball, Anthony Edwards, Desmond Bain, Sadiq Bay, Tyrese Halliburton, Tyrese Maxey, Jashon Tate, Cole Anthony, Isaiah Stewart, Jaden McDaniels. Isaac Acorio, and Precious um And then the NBA G League Unite, Jalen Hardy, Scoot Henderson, Marjohn, B-Rock Camp, and Dyson Daniels. So, not bad. Congratulations to those guys. I'm really happy for LaMelo Ball. I, I, I really am, because he definitely, definitely, definitely doing big things. Um, the, the dunk contest, Uh, has been announced as well, we have Mr. Jalen Green, Obi Topin, Cole Anthony, and then Mr. Juan, hold on, I want to make sure I have this right, Mr. Juan Toscano Anderson, That's going to be a pretty interesting slam dunk contest. I hope the rules are still the same. Uh, I'm going to say eh, I'm going to hold off on that. I'm going to hold off on that. So congratulations. I think it's going to be a good All-Star game. I I really do. Uh, Shout out to JR Smith, who's at um, North Carolina AMU, uh, who got a 4.0 last semester. He got got an endorsement deal. So congratulations, JR. Congratulations, doing big things. Uh, Jerry West talked about um, his this time with the Lakers. Said it was kind of late to kind of make amends for what happened because he's now with the Clippers. So I was a little like, "Wow!" Surprised to hear that. Because uh, Jerry West, we all know, like you know, what the, the impact that he's had on the game. He's the logo. Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, we hate to hear that, and I hope that they that. But you know, before he passed away, that there are men's made so that's what all wants around the NBA. Let's transition to college basketball, of uh, Maryland, men and women's basketball. Uh, unfortunately, we painfully lost tonight, the fellas. We lost 63
4: 65. Relationship with your oh children. my
0: god. <sighs> um, we just were horrible behind shooting threes. Shooting threes is essential to whipping ass. Excuse my language. We shot a thirty-two percent from three. Um, well, going coming into this game, I should say, we shot four seventeen. That's Math in my head, one forty-one. Math one forty-one. College algebra, twenty-four percent. Bax Russell was the one that made two threes. Um, great to see him also back in the starting lineup because he definitely had a, he had a wrist and hand injury because I he got hurt against Indiana. Had a good ten points, four rebounds, and one and one dime piece. Um, look. We got nine games left. We're now, with this loss, we've painfully fallen to 500. What? What? And you got to be kidding me. We're 500 against ranked teams, and we've now lost two. We now got next game. We play the 16th ranked school, the Ohio State at home. Uh, no, we had to go to Ohio State and then we got to we play Iowa and. It just I, I think this is going to motivate the guys uh, it, it, it that it that. That that stung tonight. I know Sean Spencer and his lovely fiancee Cat 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 Hughes are going to get on my ass tomorrow. Let's also talk about Indiana. They played uh, right after they played Sunday. So, a couple things. We looked pretty good. I I, I felt like the game was there. We. we we look, we just look bad. I mean, shooting the ball under thirty percent and shooting under twenty five percent from the field. I, I, I mean, like most of their shots came from shooting threes, and uh, I, I mean their their identity. From what since Danny Manning's taken over, the offense runs through the paint. Okay. It, and, and he went away from that. Because, okay, yes, against Indiana, they shot they made they shot 12 threes. No, not against Indiana, against Rutgers, excuse me. But yes, okay. Indiana when we played them to you know tonight I mean Sunday night looks like a completely different team I mean we had no post no post play that this was which was stale um and then offensive possessions were taking bad shots like we attempted in that game 15 threes and made four of them Ladies and gentlemen, that can't happen go to what you know, what's best. And on top of that, in the first 20 minutes of that game, we were already down 12 points. I mean, just alone throughout the game, Maryland was outscored in the paint by 18. Like this, that game was the second game where they shot the most threes. And only six were made. That can't happen. It the, the way the Maryland Turpins win basketball games, y'all, is when they slow the game down. And when they get inside the paint and make shots. And also, too, when you try to outshoot or do all this, this extra goofy nonsense. Games like this happens. That's a fact. Look at the whole look just look at this. Go back and look at the games. Because I, I it's not looking good from March Madness. It's not. This is this is not. This to me, this was the game I felt like Maryland before we lost tonight. Maryland had to win this game. You're coming off wins against Indiana and the Rutgers. But now, these two games dropped the ball. Well, not this. Now, this game was a little different, but you got nine games left. And then, on top, I mean, you got Purdue, Ohio State, and I, I just. If Maryland gets in there. They're like their first round exit. I'm sorry. Uh, let me transition to the ladies as we beat Penn State. Um, really, really quick. Uh, we we won this game. Uh, for me, eighty-two seventy-one. This is our third straight win and a couple things now i had to do some research on penn state that they run a two three zone okay um especially when they're not like transition transition defense now the last time they repeat them the final score was 106 78 and i i do think I, I don't know if it was matchups or just trying to just do something against Maryland. Now in in that game, Penn State did a horrible job on defense. I mean, where you're leaving girls at the foul line. The foul line it was open. Um like they like they took the they it was like it was so obvious of the of that. They had Mimi Collins in there. Coming off, bitch, take advantage of that. Um, It it just, I'm I'm just sitting there going, like, they're exposing this defense. They're exposing it. And and I'm sitting here going, like, oh, okay. Like, the last time we paid, we paid, we, we paid, we paid. We played them because I mean I have my notes. Uh, Ali Bigginham uh, didn't play. Mimi Collins had ten points in the first half. Chloe Baby had eleven points in the first half, but they had forty-eight points. I mean, just inside, just inside the paint. It just didn't work it did, it for I think the, the Lions. The Lions had no answers for them. Now when we faced Penn State back on the sixth. We turned the ball over twenty times. Um, no, I'm sorry. They turned the ball over twenty times. Excuse me. And then again, um, to to to. If you're going to beat teams like Maryland, UConn, South Carolina, and those teams you yeah, you 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 can't do that. And uh um, just in the first half alone, they turned the ball over 15 times. And those 15 turnovers turned into 17 points. Thank you very much. Now, I'll say this. Penn State they had a good game uh decently in the first half. They shot made they made 52% from the, in of their shots. And on top of that, uh where the Lady the Lady Terps only shot 42. Now, if you take half of those turnovers, fifteen. If you take about eight, of, I'll say eight of those turnovers away, that makes a difference for Penn State. But going into the third quarter, they have already turned the ball over twenty times. <laughs> they finished the game, I think, with with twenty four, um, which was bad. Now, that that I, I told you that was that was to me the identity for the for the Lady Terps their balanced scoring attack. I'm, I'm talking, uh, me, um, a- Angel Reese, Chloe Bibby, um, who else? Uh, Mimi Collins, uh, Ashley wants to, I mean, actually didn't, really, didn't really have that great of a game. She only had two points. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave that alone. Um, That is that, that that is their, that is their identity. Now, the the way Mar- the Lady Terps play is unselfish basketball. And that's, and, and, and to me, I can contribute that to why they won three straight games. Now, I'm not, let me just look at the rankings real quick. Because I know a lot of people were like, why is Maryland still like where they're at? I mean, let's keep it real. I mean. We are 17, so I'm hoping these last three games push us up in the rankings, hopefully, around the top 15, crossing fingers, uh, but, again, the rotation also, too, was small, like, I know Mimi, I know a couple, I think Mimi Collins, I think one, somebody, I can't remember who was dealing with a groin injury, also, there's some other nagging injuries. Um, I think it might have been no, it was Mimi Collins. I know she's battled some injuries. Um, and she definitely stepped up. She really did. And also, too, that rotation is small. They only were using like seven, seven girls. So I'm I'm really happy. A, it was a it was a great win. Um the next game we play, and I'll talk about that uh, for the women Friday, because uh, we play Michigan State. So uh, just, just, just painful, just painful for the men to lose that game. It was rigged. <laughs> Let's transition to Towson basketball. Uh, the men. They are, they just are coming off of a suspended game against Delaware. Uh, they started because of what happened in the arena was moisture, so they had to suspend the game. They beat Drexel University 62, I mean 66-62. Uh, on Thursday, they play Hofstra. That's in New York. Um, the Terps, I mean, the Terps, the Tigers, are on a two-game win streak. They're they're, they're a better home team. They're 8-2, but they're also 7-3 on the road. They're 500, 1-1 one one neutral. Uh, they're going into the game against Hostra Hosh- 16-6. and six. They're 7-2 in the conference and could actually make a March Madness appearance.
1: Guaranteed.
0: Okay, I also want to take this opportunity to give a shout out to the Lady Tigers. Uh, we were coming off, which has been kind of a crazy schedule. We beat Northwest, Northeastern University, 86-81. And we also had Hoshua Sunday. We beat them 86-45. <laughs> that was a blowout. Um The Lady Terps coming into this game, going into this, we're a three-game win streak. We're 500 away from home. We're 2-0 against neutral opponents. We're 15-4. Uh, we're on a three-game winning streak. Our next game is William and Mary on Friday. Let's just check out Women Mary really quick. Because they're going to be in West. They're going to be in Williamsburg, Virginia. Okay, let me just click win basketball. They're 6 and 12. They're coming. They are on a three-game losing streak. They're actually a better home team they're 500 on the year and they're actually not that great of a team on the road they're two and eight they're one and six in the conference their best win they actually just lost in double overtime to drexel university 67 75 um their best win was against randolph college that was week two of the season where they embarrassed Randolph College 83 31 uh their probably most disappointing loss was against James Madison where they got demolished 76 39 the Lady Tigers are beating are going to beat Wayman Mary 85 47 oh
1: Forty-seven.
0: Guarantee. Uh, really quick, I need to go back to the men, the the men type, the tigers for the men. Uh, we play. I just make sure we play Hofstra. That's a Thursday game. I say we're going to beat them. I'm looking along the lines of eighty-four seventy. 70 So actually, I'll be honest. The the men and women tigers, you could see them both and march madness i'm really proud i'm really proud of 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 these of both teams looking really really well uh you actually could see them in march madness so go tigers so let's transition uh to the probably to the last topic of the show of the pot of the show wmba a uh, couple things that did happen we're now Today, uh, February 1st, marked free agency day, where we could sign, where anyone can sign, where it was announced. And um, Washington Mystics, baby, 2022 champions. Let's get it. Guaranteed. We made some moves. Uh, Tiana Hawkins is coming back after a year in Atlanta. I really don't know why I it's good it's, it's glad to have her she's back home that that just I disappointed that the way that happened in Atlanta to get waved like that I thought she she brings championship experience she can stretch the floor she's a good defender tenacious rebounder University of Maryland okay uh we assigned Elizabeth Williams and that pretty much signals the end of the Tina Charles error in the nation's capital.
4: Relationship with oh children. my
0: God! Uh, and then on on top of that, Emma Masonman signed with the Chicago Sky. I'm not going to sit here and act like I didn't know this was coming. I well, act like I know this was coming because I did it. Couple things i'm not surprised with tina when tina charles was traded here she didn't play 2020 because of obviously the pandemic then she comes into this year hoping to win a champion having championship app apparition i don't think it was on anybody's radar for Tina Charles to be the NBA scoring champion. I mean, NBA, WNBA scoring champion. I and I'm not trying to be funny when I say that. I would. There, I was not expecting her to carry the load at times offensively. And also, too, I, I, I she wants to win a ring. She, she's made it. She's made that clear. And me honestly truthfully saying I wish she would have come back, at least at least run it back one more year. Cause her and the healthy Elena Deladon, those two are there, I, I would have loved to see that. Um, but that's not gonna happen, sadly. Uh for all it means for what it all seems like, Tina Charles is gonna be with the Phoenix Mercury, uh, which even stings more because now that you're the Mystics, you traded three, three picks and all you have to show for is one and done and you didn't make the playoffs.
3: So when are we going to say something about it? I'm just, you know what? I'm going to walk away. I'll be right back because I'm scared I'm going to say something that might get me in trouble because I'm pissed. I'm pissed.
0: So I, I wish Tina Charles all the best. Um, fun fact, we share the same birthday. Um, I, I just wish she'd just come back one more year, run it back with us. But I, I I I was on the record, and I just didn't the way this team looked, I still feel like it should be in a kind of rebuilding mode-like, but uh, – He's bringing he's running back like he's like it's 2019. Uh, my only concern is I'm I'm talking long term I'm looking at teams like Vegas Dallas New York uh e- even like they're built for the next five eight years easily uh so I wish you all, all the best Emma misa uh playoff Emma played her ass off in that final and that finals against, against Connecticut. I felt like it was time to move on. I, I just was not fond of. Okay. Last year. Not coming back at all. Um, And I feel like her signing with Chicago. I, I think kind of let, let, let us, let me know truly. I think where I think we were with her going forward. He even talked about after we had lost to the Lynx. you know, to try to get into the playoffs. He, he was just like, I I'm I'm paraphrasing it, but he was kind of like, I, I don't know if you'll see Emma back. Um, but I mean she was, she did, she does have commitments to the Belgian, she's from Belgium, the national team, and then the FIBA World Cup last year. Um trying to balance both. I mean, she didn't play 2018 and she didn't play last year. That's tough. Um I mean, when he came to DC, what was that, 2013? Yeah, she was drafted in the she was she was behind Taylor Hill um but going forward I I like Meish Heinz Allen we brought her back uh I wish Emma all the best in Chicago they're get they're, they're getting a great player uh and a champion so uh, I wish her all the best and Walters Former Mystic got her girl. Congratulations! Oh, oh my god. So uh, I, 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 and then uh, Elizabeth Williams. I think that's a great pickup for us. Uh, definitely, I, I was actually kind of, kind of thrown off by that by the addition. I'm like Elizabeth Williams, we Atlanta Dream. Like, oh okay. Hey Coach T, like that. That's a good move. Uh, Elizabeth Williams, she definitely brings uh, a skill set that I feel like is very underrated. She's a good rebounder, uh, shot blocker. Communication, to me, on defense is really good, and she controls the, the lanes defensively. I I, I like that. Um, she could run the floor because uh, she's overseas with uh, – Kel, uh kelsey kayla mcbride say to sabley um amanda uh Zari b she's over there with them and she's actually having a good she's having a good year so far in turkey uh so i'm i'm really happy i'm re- looking forward to being her for her being here uh really quick she averages a little under six points a game, a little under five rebounds, about maybe an assist and a half, one steal, and about, I'll say a block and a half a game last year with Atlanta. Uh, she also shot a little under 52%. Uh, that uh, Now, obviously, she went to that school, Duke University. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I, um, definitely. Uh, she also made the all-defensive team in 2020. Most Improved Player, 2016. Um, she's also to the fourth Mystic. She that was on the, that was on the defensive team. Ariel Atkins, uh, Alicia Clark, and and T Cloud, uh, Tosh Cloud. So she uh, was picked by the Connecticut Sun but the fourth overall pick in 2015. Really quick, who who was in her draft? I just I want to take a gander. I did talk about this. Jewel Lloyd was the first overall pick. Oh gosh, that's what it was. Okay. Okay, this was this was the year we picked Ali Maylock. Oh, <laughs> ah Somebody told me. I said, like, just go, this is really quick. Let's just pull that draft class, that draft up. She was draft because then after her. Cheyenne Parker, De'Arica Hamby, Crystal Bradford was in that draft too. Uh, she actually just got a, she's supposed to get a training con, training camp contract with Chicago. Big ups to her. Brittany Boyd, Isabel Harrison, Kia Stokes, Rashonda Gray, Benajah Laney. That's who we passed up on and drafted. Ali Mela. Oh my Lord. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not letting that go. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, So, and also, too, in in the same sentence, uh, Elena Deladon is ready to play ball. Uh, There was a a conference uh, earlier today. uh, She's saying that she's she's feeling great. Uh, You know, she did talk about that, you know, she was scared about playing. You know, the last few years have been definitely kind of tough. You know, she was... Just paraphrasing it, like she was thinking about if she ever play ball again, uh, but she said she's not felt pain for months and she's ready to get back on the court because uh, she's been working with the trainer for the Wizards, who's the trainer for the Wizards and the Mystics as well. Um, there who also gets some need to get I got to give a shout out to the to the train to the training staff on that. Now she only played three games last year because she got back surgery, and. Um, her first year. Her last, her last full year was 2019. That's when we won the chip. Uh, so uh, again, I, I I was really hoping, and it was good, bro. Uh you were just in time, we're about to end of the show. Uh, I was really hoping that uh they would have run it back with Tina Charles because a healthy Tina Charles and a healthy Lena Deladon. Instantly WNBA
4: finals.
1: Guaranteed.
0: But that's not happening.
4: Relationship with your oh children. my God. Uh,
0: and again, I, I'm still kind of hoping he addressed the bench. Uh he got really he signed. He 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 loves Megan Gustafson. I cannot tell you how many times we've heard here the, the, the 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 preaching of Megan Gustafson. He he brought her back. Um, I'm happy, I'm, you know, I, I think she had a, a fair season. Uh, I feel like the potential is there for her to grow with the team. So I wish her all nothing but the best. Now, um, really quick, the, the Mystics had signed, uh, really quick, they had, it was, I think it was a training camp contract. And she's from Korea, South Korea. Excuse me. Uh, what is? Let me find it real quick. Try to figure out where, who who she is because I was like, "Who is this?" Hold on. Let's let's do this. I can't find it, but apparently we had signed to apparently to a training camp contract. Uh, she's from South Korea, and she's possibly like one of the best three point shooters in the game, particularly for basketball. So um, maybe I, maybe I missed something on that, but I'll, I'll, I'll follow up on that. Um, so I, I'm still hoping. I hope. Had to make less. Man, remember some winter. Oh yeah, because of the storm. Yeah, these, this winter weather really is it's just—it's just been just really crazy, you No, know, So do what you got to do, man. I understand. Well, that's you know, make sure you got all your food, batteries, all that different things. Because like this this winter, this 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 weather, this winter, whoo! Watch out, man. Heater. Um. Now. They probably could go after a free. Hold on, let me just look at their salary cap. Because I don't think they have, now, I don't think they have, we don't have the money. I think we have a little under 70000 Was I want to say like around 60000 uh, now that we made, made our moves. Uh, yes, her name is Kang Lee Soo. She's 40. Did not know that. Okay. And we brought back Kiera Runquist. Uh, because she was we she's actually with the Mystics before she was actually suspended uh last season for the Mystics. Uh, she we did retain her rights, uh, because it was I think it was because she was overseas at the time, we still had her rights so because she's from Sweden, and they were participating in the Euro Basketball League last year. So kind of see where she's going to be at with the team next year. Uh, I, 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 think the, I think the signings are good. Now, we still got a little under 125,000 left. I would like the Washington Mystics to really address getting a center and there is a center out there, and her name is Kalani Brown. Please sign her. Because I, we, we need some paint presence. Other than, besides, you know, to help Elizabeth come off the bench, maybe. Uh, they're probably most likely, I would look, I could give, I, if me personally, if I was a GM, I would also look and give Alana Coates another try. I felt like that experiment was good. Uh, just... I like I don't know Coach T's just it's interesting this I, I would give her a training camp contract just to see what she could look like coming into the season, going in just going into the season. Uh, then we got the first overall pick. My guess, Ryan Howard,
1: Guaranteed.
0: out of Kentucky. So uh, the Washington Mystics, they definitely we definitely made some moves. So, and also two packs. I really, I really, I don't know why he stole those secret files off Coach T's desk like that. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, Let's also look at the rest of the WNBA as well. Uh, Brianna Stewart and Jewel Lloyd have decided to return back to Seattle. Uh, Brianna Stewart agreed to a one year Supermax contract deal with the Storm. I think it's like 200,000, 200,000, 200,000. And twenty-seven thousand has changed if i remember that correctly uh because i think the max for a contract for this year is two hundred and twenty-eight thousand, if i'm saying that correctly uh it looks like they're going to run it back one more time with sue because sue birds made it clear this is her last year um just really quick and my this is just how i feel brianna stewart next season will be with the new york liberty yeah. Please. That's just me uh, And then Joel Lloyd She also had brought it back So it looks like they're going to run it back We'll see after that um, Sylvia follows uh, I'm sad I, I really am She. This is going to be her This will be her 15th and final Season Of uh, Wow, I don't I don't really know how to feel about that. Like, the one thing that I will say, I'm glad you're going out. One thing I want at this is not with just her. This is with any athlete. I want these guys to go out at the top, not when you're not the same player or you're just like it's just it's time for you to move on uh she had her best year of basketball last year uh she averaged 16 points a game she almost averaged two blocks two steals 10 rebounds uh she was defensive player of the year that was her fourth and that's what to me she Timmy catches has that many as well. So uh she's only as the only, only player with four defensive players a year. Um and she also made the top 25. So that's you know, WBA top 25 players within 25 seasons. Um first battle hall of famer in my book. I mean, let me just give you a stats two time champion two times final mvp uh w uh, final i mean mvp 2017 seven time all star three time all nba first team four time all wnba second team four time defensive player of the year seven time defensive player of the year three time all defensive second team player of the year tw- uh, league leader in blocks twice rebounding champion twice uh made the all rookie team uh, and also two just really uh, she was sec player of the year uh if Anthony Handy is still in the comments, he should know what school he she went to, because uh, he is the S, the SEC guy. Uh, she's also one. She's a two time Turkish Cup winner, a uh, two time WCBA champion. She played overseas in China, and then also two uh, EuroLeague champion and Europe Super Cup winner. So the stats speak for speak for itself. So. Uh, and also, today, they signed Angela Coultry. So, that, 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 when I saw that, 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 that stung. Because I, I like Sylvia Follows. I do. Because uh, when she, when it was her and Elena Deladar in Chicago, and when that team broke up, I was like, the Minnesota Lynx are getting a great player. And, Man, they 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 it just didn't look bad. So uh, it's going to be a good year. Who's that again? Sylvia follows, and no cheating. <laughs> um, what else happened? Oh, uh, John John Carl Jones. I, I I knew the whole. We weren't getting John Qual Jones once I saw we signed. Uh, Tiana Hawkins, Tiana Hawkins, uh, Chitauri walker was coming back, and Elizabeth Williams. Uh, I, I was really kind of hoping Jonquil would come back. But uh, she's staying in Connecticut.
1: Congratulations!
0: Oh. oh my God. They also signed Courtney Williams, who I do think definitely helps their backcourt. Because the biggest thing was I would say the perimeter shooting. That was the that was the, the key. That's the missing piece of the puzzle last year. Because they, they I mean they they are there. And also too, you get a healthy Alyssa Thomas, Tawana Bonner, and John Paul Jones. Don't sleep on Brianna Jones, too. This team is going to be dangerous this season. Guaranteed. Uh what else? Oh, Brienne January. She signed with the Seattle Storm. I was actually kind of surprised. I was hoping the Mystics would sign her because it's because if the way the the team's looking it's like all 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 first team all first team defense. So I would have liked to have seen that. Um, what else? Let's let's look. Let's just make sure we have everything else. Oh, Kia Vaughn got traded to the Atlanta Dream. For a third round pick in next year's WNBA draft. Because again, the, the Phoenix Mercury are trying to clean up. Hold on. What do we got here? I had to cheat. <sighs> Anthony. That's a shame. Never follow college basketball like that. <laughs> okay. Um, clap, clap, cap space. Because I think what Phoenix is trying to do, I, it, if they get Diamond, the Shields, and Tina Charles. That's gonna be interesting. That really is gonna be interesting. Um, Nia Coffey's also going to the Atlanta Dream as well, uh, which, not bad. So, uh, we'll see see where that goes. So, oh, Sophie Cunningham is also staying in Phoenix and Kia Nurse is gonna be back too. The Phoenix Mercury, you know, wants to get Kia Nurse back, and they, if they can get Tina Charles, and if they get Diamond to Shields, yeah, that that team is gonna go to the WNBA Finals.
1: Guaranteed!
0: Maybe I should have held off on that because I don't want to jinx them. Uh, but no, seriously, um, it's off to it's off to a, a Chaotic but fun start for free agency. Kalia Copper, she's going to stay uh, in Chicago. It's going to be a multi year deal. So I think that's, I think to me, that that's good to, for this decor for Chicago. Uh, now, let's transition into another topic. Liz Cambage. Uh, Liz Cambage was on Twitter, and it put, posted a tweet. And I'll, I'll be honest, I I think people have to read before we make comments. This is what Liz said on Twitter. And I quote Ah, yes, be at the WNBA where a head coach. Can get paid four times the highest paid players Supermax contract. Laugh my ass off. Y'all think I'ma spend another season upgrading my seat on a flight to get to games out of my own pocket. The reason why she said that. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I said who that not realizing I was close. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Anthony. Um Becky Hammond, who was hired as the next head coach. And I need, I'm not, I need to make sure I have this right too. Okay, it just says head coach. She also says she's the GM, the head coach and GM for the Las Vegas Aces. Her Salary average is going to be a million dollars. That's four times than what Brianna Stewart's going to get or anyone that signed the max contract. That's an issue. And that really quick, I thought that little special they had on ESPN tonight where with Coach Peck, Carolyn Peck shot the shot to her. Holly Rowe, uh, Lachina Robinson, and I can't remember, and I cannot remember the, um, I can't remember what time I had, I, I'm sorry. I, I can't remember the other, who it was the on fourth, the fourth person. I cannot remember her name, I, I really apologize. First and foremost, I thought that, that, was, that was poor, not them, but I thought just them being on ESPN for 30 minutes, not an hour, I thought that was a slap in the face. It's almost kind of like you're at a restaurant, right? And the waiter comes and brings your food on a trash can lid. That's what it looked like. That's what it felt like to me. I'm looking at others on Twitter uh, that they need to get. I, I mean, they they could have done better. Not saying Holly Roll or China Coach Peck are not doing, but it's just like ESPN, really. But <clears throat> I just wanted to point that out. I thought I thought it was. I didn't like it. Holly Roll. Did bring up The tweet And If you actually read the tweet What Liz is saying Is not wrong When you have two teams And I talked about this in, in, on the podcast With Connecticut And and last, and last season with Connecticut and Chicago Having to take three flights Because they don't want to sit Middle class we They, they should have flights, a private flight, they should have a private flight. When you got bill and beer coming out and talk about the hotel accommodations are poor, you got to wait 20 minutes to get food. And and also two people are not buying by, and by the, the mass regulations in, in, in a hotel. When you're seeing the Washington mystics sitting at the airport, what are we doing? Like what that show, what this shows me that this is exactly where there is a disconnect between okay, we're not when like we're not investing in the players. And also, too, you look at the contracts, check this out, right? I brought up earlier, really quick. I'm, I'm, I want to I'm going to educate y'all on something. Now, I'm using to watch the misses for example. Our highest paid player is Elena Deladon. She her cap her base salary is two hundred twenty seven dollar two hundred two twenty seven two hundred twenty seven thousand hundred thousand dollars. Sorry, that's eighteen percent of the cap. Elena Del, Elena Deladon does not get any incentives for if she makes the all-star team, if she finishes in the top three for MVP, all first team, even if she was rookie of the year, none of these 100, 144 women have any incentives in their contract, not one. I could bring up Dinah Taurasi, I could bring up Lexi Brown, I could bring up uh, Taya Cooper, and we're not, and I'm not talking about getting endorsements off the field. I'm talking off the court. I'm talking about incentives in the game. Like if you make the playoffs, Like Odell Beckham Jr., right? He's gonna get probably almost two million dollars of incentives. Because why? He made the playoffs, X, Y, and Z. You know, when you sign that contract, Antonio Brown, for example, if he got like a certain amount of catches, he'd have gotten this, this and that money. No, I, I apologize. It's 227. 220 twenty hundred thousand dollars two hundred twenty seven hundred thousand dollars I couldn't I cannot get it out I'm sorry which y'all know what I'm talking about um that is an issue and really quick I I have to do I had I had to screenshot this because I had to do my research really quick let me make sure let me bring up the screenshots because uh, again I I, I want to make sure that 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 I saw that, that that I saw this right Google Google photos okay now, according to cba it is is in there travels within the pandemic that's still an issue okay salary cap limitations that stand out when measured against wages between players that's that's a problem front office and head coach like are we paying to see coaches or are we paying to see players like But hell, two—you're barely even breaking, even if you live in the DMV. Oh, that's that's very true. That's very true, because I, this, this this CBA, like, I I I think that's a slap in the face. I, I'm sorry, I, I really do, because it's like. Why are we not investing in the players? Like, uh, I, I get it. Mark Davis, yes, he signed, he, he, he gave her that contract. But Mark Davis also, I'm not saying this correctly, make sure I have this right. I don't want to sound like I, I don't want to give any misinformation. Mark Davis owns them. So you mean to tell me, Asia Wilson? Can't get a contract like that. Like it, it, it just it's it's just to me, like that's a shame for real. for really though, I know owners are making monies off these bunch of things. Exactly. And and it's just like we shouldn't like we shouldn't have players. Paying money out their pockets to upgrade their seats. Now I kind now I understand. Now the first time, because Liz, she sat out a year. I think she said out a season because of the same thing. I think she was making like under, like it was like around ninety thousand dollars at the time, and she was like, "Yeah, this is not helping me pay my bills." I'm just paraphrasing that. Now, now I get it. But this is unfortunate. Like, and now I see why Diana Taurasi sat out because the team she played for at the time in Russia, uh, I mean, did she play for a Russian basketball team? I see why they paid her more money than to be back with Phoenix. Now I see why. Liz Ken Beige was not wrong. And top, we, we can point the finger at, we can say, hey, Kathy Engelberg, this is what we're trying to talk about. But you've had other presidents, two before Kathy, this should have been addressed. It should have been. Now, again, this is why I, we, before we talk about expanding to Oakland or Toronto, these kind of things can't need, need to be addressed. Because if, if I'm I, I'm seeing that, oh, Becky Campbell can get a million dollars and I'm here making... Four times she's making. I'm making four times less than that. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of going to feel some kind of way with it because she again. The the question is: Are you paying to see Becky Hammond or are you paying to or are you paying to see me? Not a shot at Becky Hammond because I think she's going to be a great coach for the Las Vegas Aces. I understand she is coming back. She you know was under the great, the great from under the great Greg Popovich, but I'm not feeling the fact that. Yes, Mark, yes, Mark Raiders, Dave, yes. Mark Davis owns the Las Vegas Aces. Uh, Oh, my gosh. These ownership groups, you've got to be kidding me. Let me try something else real quick. I had another screenshot. I got so many damn photos on my phone. It's not even funny. I need to delete most of this stuff. Um, I, I just... Yeah, this this, this CBA to me is just so backwards. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. And i i really do hope that it is addressed but that's it's that's crazy like liz can said nothing wrong and this is just another obstacle that has to be that has to be fixed invest if if, if like if we're talking if, we, if we we all want the league to grow my question is how come we're not investing in players like what is the issue? Like, it's okay to pay bums in the NBA all this money, but you can't, you can't give Liz Cambage, Asia Wilson, Skylar Diggins Smith, uh, Tina. Uh, well, I, I'm I'm trying to think of some other name. Uh, Nafisa Collier we like invest in them like I I get it that it was their prerogative to sign her but the, 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 the these these hundred 144 women. got to be they I be taken care of more they, they got it's got to be done better and I'm not saying that the the, the current CBA that is that that is an effect is not do it's not enough for the women I think it is because there are things that have been added like the women the women that are, who so if they're in the league that are pregnant they're still getting paid um they're still taking care of they still got the benefits all that but I I don't like that and on top of that too like, someone like Diamond Shields who made under $60,000 last year alone, where she should have gotten incentive for winning a championship. Or, like, for example, uh, Candice Parker making an all-star team. Rihanna Jones making an all-star team. And also winning the most improved player of the year. She get incentives.
3: So when are we going to say something about it? I'm, just, You know what? I'm gonna walk away. I'll be right back because I'm scared. I'm gonna say something that might get me in trouble. Cause I'm pissed. I'm pissed.
0: I'm I'm pissed. You know, I'm 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 going to just keep it brief because uh, I want to close it out with Athletes Unlimited. It's a great first week of, of basketball uh, for the women. I, I I am honestly and truthfully loving this. If you guys have not seen this. You guys are missing out. It's great basketball, really enjoying it. At first, I was a little kind of like kind of a little skeptical, but after like the first two games, it looks great. Um, really quick, I just want to recap. Uh team Carrington did beat Team Sims 84-78. Uh, really quick, let me just put the box score. Uh, I believe it was isabel harrison led the way with 19 points for team carrington and for team sims uh izzy sims led the way for 24 and kalani brown with 20 points so uh team russell beat team mitchell 79 71 uh mercedes russell led the way with 20 points team mitchell uh your leading scorer was Kelsey Mitchell and Al and Al and Airhorn. <laughs> Am I saying that right? I, I want to say Airhorn. Yes. So Air Hearn, not Air Airhorn, Air Hearn, excuse me. I apologize. Um, Imani McGee Stafford is back. Courtney Williams is back because they were like on the COVID protocol list so they're back uh so we had week two of the draft uh really quick i just wanted to recap that so your new team captains for week two are uh team blue team uh, isabel harrison lexi brown team orange latasha cloud team gold and mercedes Russell, team purple uh Really quick, I just want to go over who they drafted as individuals. Uh, so, team uh, Isabel's team, team Harrison: uh, Kirby Burkholder, Brittany Carter, Jantel Lavender, Akila Mizay, Danielle L. Elmecre, Chelsea Phillips, Takara T- Ross, Odyssey Sims, Courtney Williams, and then Dominique Wilson. Uh, Lexi Brown, Essence Car- Carson, Taj Cole, who is having actually a pretty good seat, his actually is making turning some heads. He should get a WMB opportunity. Kiki Herbie Harry Kiki Herbert Harrigan, Tiana Hawkins, Air Hor- Air Hearn, Brianna Jackson, Jessica Custer, Shannon McCollum, Imani McGee Stafford, and Becca Wayne Taylor. Those are team. Harrison, and Team Brown. Now, this game, ladies and gentlemen, is coming on, on tomorrow this evening on YouTube at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, if you're on the West Coast, i think thinking that's, what, 3, 3.30? Yes. And then we have Team Cloud versus Team Russell. Now, they're going to be on something called Rally Sports, RSN. I never saw that before. So, uh I'm gonna look into that and I should I think I should be able to access this this game. Uh, so really quick, just to recap their draft, uh, Team Cloud, she drafted Kalani Brown, Major Butler, Dijana Carrington, Drew Edelman, Grace Hunter, Lauren Manis, Lauren Mincy, Tina Roy, Destiny Walker, and Ty Young. Uh, for Team Russell, CeCe Anderson, Antoinette Bannister. Sydney Colston, Nikki Green, Rebecca Harris, Mimi Jackson, Takoya Larry, Danny McRae, Kelsey Mitchell, and Antoinette Thompson. Uh, so how it works is each week, um, because if I'm saying this correctly, I think the top leading scores were Lexi, Natasha, Isabel, and Mercedes. I think like Gen- I think Gentel Lavender was like right like fifth. Um, let me just make sure I, I want to make sure I had that right. Yeah, she was fifth, and then Danny McCrae, Taj Cole, Mimi Jackson. Kalani Brown actually was she moved up. She was like from 12th to 9th. So those are in the top four. They are your team captains for next week because we got technically this is week two of the league. So you got three more weeks. So um how it works is the points. Hold on. I got to give a shout out to, this is how she explained it to me. I want to make sure I have this right. Okay. So it's based on points, rebounds, steals, and blocks. So it's an individual point system. So each player will get points every quarter if their team's leading and points when their teams win. So uh, I think it's like 250 points if the team wins, uh, and then yeah, that's how it works. So the top four with the most points, they're your team captains for that week. So those are your four for week two. Uh, really quick, I you know I gotta pull out the guarantee. Uh, let's see, we got team. Hmm, I'm gonna say Team Brown. Beats Team Harrison eighty
1: two seventy-four.
0: Team Cloud versus Team Russell. Team Cloud seventy five. 69
1: Guaranteed.
0: and then we got the game on the fourth that's a that's Friday so uh, that, that's gonna be on Fox sports Team Russell versus team Brown I want to say Team Russell beats Team Brown Ooh. 80-77. So that's going to be week two. So definitely check out Athletes Unlimited, game one of week two, game seven week two, uh, Team Harris versus Team Brown tomorrow on YouTube at 630. Um, then the second game is at 9 o'clock, Team Clyde versus Team Russell. Then on Friday, Team Russell versus Team Brown, that's on Fox Sports 2. Uh, you can – check out the information for athletes unlimited they got all the different plans different things like that um because you got the pro plan the mvp plan and the captain plan so uh definitely definitely check this this league out and it's exceeded my expectations and it's it looks legit and i'm and i'm all for it uh i cannot wait for tomorrow great basketball and um with that being said i want to close out again i gotta give a i gotta give a shout out to my guy uh my my, my sean spencer and and janae struther uh because they've definitely uh have been have been given the great word uh they have this segment on their show comes on every monday 6 30 let's talk football with sean Spencer and janae struther and uh the last the last two episodes y'all have, they've been powerful um i'm gonna just i'm gonna, I'm gonna say i'm gonna leave, i'm gonna just say they've been very powerful now uh really quick if you have not seen my testimony in the last episode no not this the, the previous episode check that out it's time stamped um let me get the video prepared and we're going to end out on that now um I'll be back on Friday, same time. The goal is to be on by 10 30, 10 o'clock. That's that's my goal. So oh, let me just make sure I have it right. Here we go. So sit back, enjoy it. I will see y'all on Friday and have a a safe, wacky Wednesday. We're now over the hump. It's hump day, y'all. Well, now it's 1.26 in the morning. I need to go to bed. (laughs) So y'all have a good night. Enjoy the video.
1: can
3: ever have the down and dirty baby the yeah. down and dirty man with me and sean just to get to talk about just anything that's on our mind football not football whatever we want to talk about man sean what is your down and dirty for today
4: you know somebody i, I was talking to uh, felicia you know uh, our dear friend miss hawkins yes. uh, you know and and she and and i was talking to her about everything we got going on and sitting there and she kind of mimicked some of the things that you were saying that not everybody. Is for everything that's you for, you know? Yeah. And not everybody is on the same page with your stuff. You can, and you gotta be careful, like you said, to share your stuff with them. Absolutely. And, and, you know, and I was telling her, you know, we do a football group and this and that. She said, I don't know football, but let me give you this. He said, you're on the offense, right? What you trying to do? You're trying to take that ball and you're trying to score, trying to get to your goal, huh? Yeah. He said, and sometimes your goal then you have That defense wants it. That defense gets up early in the morning to make sure that they shut you down. Yeah. They will sit there and try to intercept. They will try to tackle. They will try to cheap shot. They will try to go low. They will do a whole bunch of that stuff. But now we're not left alone in this because we have a head coach, huh?
1: Yeah. We have
4: a playbook, huh? We have coordinators and specific people put in specific places to help you along that way. And we have to know that, Hey, not every game that you go out is going to be a victory. Not every time that you go on the field and you could do everything right. But sometimes you're going to, right. Lose. You're right. But it's not about what, what, what I know. I say it all the time. It's not about getting that early start. It's not about sitting there and getting some early success, but it's about the continued, the continued effort to keep going. A season is a long, 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 long season. We all know that. And now it's even longer this year with 18 weeks in the season. We are the bunch of us that thought, oh, this team's going to the Super Bowl because they had a great early start. Remember last year, the Steelers went 11 and 0 and everybody thought, oh, they definitely are going to have success. But see, we don't know about the stuff that's going on in the background. Absolutely. We don't know about how sometimes what looks shiny in front of you might be broken down but just just you know dolled up to make it look nice. Don't get all caught up in what you see on, on Facebook and, and on, on Instagram and Twitter, this and that. You run your race, and no. God put people around you for a specific reason. And there are some people that's main reason is to come in here and make sure that you do not succeed. But see, God has got you in a place where you, if you keep your eyes on that finish line, if you keep your keep your head right to where it's where you're supposed to be going, you gonna go through some stuff. But if you keep going, <laughs> come on now, go back to the story you were telling. If you keep going. Oh, you eventually get that prize. And in the NFL, that prize is, is the Super Bowl trophy. huh? For us, that prize is, you know, making it to making it on high. We need to continue to, A, rely on those that are around us, that are helping us. Okay? But B, we got to make sure that we are keep putting one foot in front of the other. I know what it looks like. I went through it. I'm prime example. It didn't mm-hmm. look good. I couldn't see in front of my face. I couldn't see any of that. But thank God I had people like Janae that sat there and said, don't even worry about it. Don't you worry. You heard about this story about the footprints in the sand. You know, when you're sitting there walking, you're like, God, well, why is there only one set of footprints? Because that's when I was carrying you. See, the yeah. thing is, God places people in our lives to carry us and to help us through. Okay? But we got sure to make sure we are receptive. We are make sure we are willing to go and make sure we are following what the playbook says that we're supposed to be doing. So keep your eyes on where you're going. Keep your eyes on that direction. And yes, there will be times when you might get deterred. You might have to take a detour. You might have to do this, but if you keep focused on what you're supposed to and you keep going in that direction, Oh, I believe it's going to end. Well, I absolutely do. In fact, I guarantee it.
3: Guarantee it. Nathan, you hear that? Guarantee, man, absolutely, Sean. I think that is beautiful. Absolutely, keep your eye on the prize, man. My down and dirty is change your attitude. A lot of people wonder why they start the day off mad, and that they don't. they they, they never picks up. They, they wonder why, why it's not turning around. It's not, it's, it's, it's just going to be a bad day all day. And, and I'm going to complain about the traffic and I'm going to complain about my job. I'm going to complain about coming home. I'm just going to complain and I'm going to complain. But when's the last time you actually woke up and was grateful for waking up and just happy just to start your day? I want to challenge each and every person that's on this uh this live with us i want you guys to start challenging yourself to wake up with a positive attitude Hey, I know I'm getting ready to sit on sit in this traffic, but let me put on something on the radio that's gonna pick me up and start my day good. I know work and my boss is gonna be on me, but you know what? Let me go into work with a whole new attitude, and maybe my good attitude will rub up on my boss's attitude and rub up on my coworkers' attitude, and that we all just have a great day. And I may have thought I was gonna come into work and it feel like a horrible day, but I'm gonna I'm gonna it's gonna be a good day today. Oh, how about stop complaining about the, the the problems that you have when you know you can't. Fix it. You know that uh, you know, this this is a problem that I have, but you can't fix it. There's nothing that you can do to fix it. You need to rely on a person that can fix it, but yeah. you know that you cannot control the day, you, you cannot um control the day with negativity, you cannot control the day with anger, you yeah. cannot expect positive out of mad, you can't yeah. expect these things. but if you wake up happy if you wake up uh uh talking talking like it's uh, um like today is gonna be a good day put some positivity in the air play some music that'll get you bopping your head in the morning play something that's gonna get you some positive energy if you have to listen to somebody that does encouragement why don't I do that? You got to start changing the way you wake up. If you wake up mad, why not tomorrow? Let's try to wake up a different way. Let's oh, wake yeah. up and as soon as we start to feel mad, start thinking about the people who are on ventilators in the hospital mm. who don't have an opportunity to say they are happy or that they are glad. They don't even have an opportunity because they, they're they sick right now. Think about those people who are, are, are dead in their grave right now who wish they had an opportunity mm. one day just to say, Man, I feel good. I'm just so happy. Imagine all of those sad, angry people right now in the grave. That could be you. Yeah. You want to be a happy person. You don't want to be out here if if you're going to just 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 call it a quits, you might as well go now. You don't have to you don't have to start your day like that. You can end it on a beautiful note. But if you continue to just be sad, if you continue to let your your mind dictate what's going to happen, that's what your day is going to be. But mm-hmm. I want you guys to start changing the mindset of how you wake up. Let's start the day grateful. Exactly, Mrs. Spencer. Let's start the the day happy. Just because you woke up. And if you got to talk to somebody in your family, be grateful that they woke up. If you hear about somebody's good news, just be happy off of that. Sometimes it's not you being happy off of what's happening in your life. Why not be happy for what's going on in somebody else's life? There are things to be happy about, but we have to choose to think about those things when sad takes over. So my, 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 uh, my message to everybody is, Change your mindset of of the negativity and the anger and the things that you can't control. You're not going to be able to control those people around you. You're not going to be able to control those crazy drivers. But if you stay positive, Mm. you can control yourself. Don't get angry. Don't cuss the person out that's cutting you off. Just Mm. stay, stay positive because those things will dictate your day and mess you up for the rest of the day. Stay positive, stay happy. And the things that you see when that driver sees you and sees you not getting mad, or oh, oh, I'm sorry, I, I accidentally spilled something on my lap. Oh, it's okay, no problem. One pen, you don't mind. Oh, your coworker start to act up or your boss starts to act up. You hit them with a smile. You hit them with the, yes, yes, I, I'll, I'll, I'll do what you need me to do. I'll do it with a smile. And when they see the change on you, they can start to change themselves. Mm-hmm. Remember, you are a person that uh, people look at. Each and every one of us, somebody looks at us and if we are there looking at us, but you want them to see, you want to exude out of your body what, it, what they need to see. And they need to see happiness. They need to see all of this stuff. And sometimes you are sad, and there's nothing wrong with that. But remember that those sad days can't last always. Come there's on. some days where you need to wake up and just be grateful that Come you're on. here. Just be grateful that you have another opportunity to get it right. Because I'm telling you, there's a lot of people in their grave right now that wish they have an opportunity to get it right, but it's too late. It's not too late for us, ladies and gentlemen. We can wake up and change our day. We can change our attitude. We can change the people around us. We can set the atmosphere that when you walk into the room, people feel a calm. Wow. People. Feel like, wow, this is this is something changed on Janae. This is something changed on Sean. Wow, on. what what has what started his day off right? And it's because I chose to start my day off right. I didn't choose to wake up angry. And when I did, I turned myself around. I put on a song, cause I'm happy couple long. something that's going to make me feel good because i don't want to start my day negative negative. and my challenge to you guys for 2022 is to start changing your attitude in the morning and yes. just make your day as positive as you can make it because yes. if so nobody else will you change the attitude and watch things change around you
4: come on now come on now and and you have just been at Church Struther, uh, <laughs> Pastor Strother
3: on, on, on the mic. There's positivity in the atmosphere, you can change the things around you. You got to put it out there. If you you look mad and you look angry, people ain't gonna want to talk to you. They ain't want to yeah. c- approach you. And when you talk to them, it may come off as like you got an attitude. And before you know it, you're bickering over no reason. You guys got to change your attitude about situations because some things you can't change other than yourself. Exude positivity because I'm telling you, if you start using that mindset, people can't dictate your day. People can't ruin your day. Only you can ruin your day because you're allowing them to mess up your day. You keep a positive attitude and smile even when you don't see nobody watching. You just smile because there's things that you have to be grateful for. If you woke up, that means you got something to do. Remember. Be grateful. Be grateful. Wake up with a positive attitude. Just wake up and just be happy that you're still here, that you have another opportunity. Remember, I'm telling you, I'm like, I can say it a million times, a lot of people don't have that opportunity. Come you on. do. So make sure that you make the best of it. Start your day off with positivity.
4: Yeah. I know everybody need to hear it. I need to hear it. Cat need to hear it.
3: All of us. All of us. It's a constant thing. We can always, when things get in routine and you get tired of what you're doing and stuff starts to get you down, it starts to affect your mindset. And when your attitude is that, if your attitude can be swayed that fast, imagine how you look to other people. You may not even be... You know in a bad situation but you're just bitter over something that you can't control remember keep your attitude positive and i guarantee that things will change throughout the day just keep your attitude happy and things will change throughout the day try to change your attitude because that's the way to really make it out here
4: amen amen absolutely only- hey
0: okay so with that being said, that's going to conclude episode 18. We're now two hours and 30 minutes and over. But I, I wanted to play that for y'all. Um, if you like the video, be sure to give it a thumbs up. I appreciate those that were in the comments. Uh, comment, like, and subscribe. Uh, that's greatly appreciated. Uh, check me out. I'm on every Tuesday, every Friday. Uh, let me know your thoughts. Uh, I will have every episode going forward timestamped. So let me know your thoughts on this episode. I hope each and every one of you have a great rest of the week. Stay safe. Excuse me. Stay safe. I will see you all Friday. Y'all have a good night. Stay up.
1: Listen, I'm easy to find. And listen, they can kiss my ass if they don't like it.